Oh yeah. The following program is in no way representative of the high quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Holding your breath competition or what? I'm just so excited to be back. Are you? Oh, man. Dude. Hey, welcome back to the five count. This is the five count. I am Ton and I'm back. He's back. Halfway. Sort of halfway back. And I just can't wait to have Shill Bill say something on this program and for me to really just like fluff it off and talk about sausage if there's one thing tons good at it's fluffing things off and talking about sausage yes amen who doesn't love a nice sausage hey you're preaching to the choir man (laughs) hey welcome to the five count (coughs) yeah cough right all over this expensive equipment i'm still half dead i'm still dying currently if you're just joining us here Ton was near death about three weeks ago. Two weeks ago, he was sort of kind of dead. Last week, he made a triumphant return to the Fireside Studios. He was at about 48%. Where are, are you at tonight? I don't know. I mean, maybe 60? 60. Maybe. I'm, I'm asking because it's a big-time, heavy-duty show tonight and i'm Is it? <laughs> worried that maybe you won't be able to get through it all <laughs> why well, <I> probably won't <laughs> what is it what are we doing done tonight's show is gonna be hella metal no way we've got an exclusive interview tonight with andreas garamia what gara the singer for the german thrash metal band tankard tankard it's the 40th anniversary of tankard this seems really serious it's gonna be a real deal holyfield it sounds like it i'm kind of nervous that maybe you won't make it through the show well i might not but it's a good way to go i mean typically your 60 percent is more metal than most sure but i mean this is tankard we're talking about tankard man they're like one of the big four thrash metal bands of germany 
40th anniversary. They got a box set out. It's called For a Thousand Beers. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. So tonight's show is going to be heavy duty. It sounds like it. I'm excited. I hope you can handle it. I'll try. I'll do my best. That's all I ask, son. You know, that's what I do. My best. Your best. At least that's what I try to do. Well, I know what you're thinking out there. You're listening to me and thinking, Jesus, that's your best. (laughs) That's your best. Like I said, I'm trying. Well, I want to say there's someone else out there doing her best, and that is Twitter Lori. And uh, I wanted to say that she's got a little posting. If you go on uh, Twitter at Lori Don Ceramic, um, you can even just go to LoriDonCeramics.com. Look that up. She's uh, got some little ceramic ornaments that she is selling to help raise money for UNICEF in Ukraine. Um, she has some some lineage there. And so I bought a couple and I retweeted it. And I just wanted to put that out there if anybody. I wrote that in my notes here, yeah, Tom. If anybody has any kind of a heart for Ukraine. Whoa. You can go there. Pressure's on now. Yeah. Listen, Ton, you looked right at me when you said that. I already bought one. I'm sure you did. So you don't have to shame, heart shame me. I'm looking at you because just you're the only one in here. I've retweeted it on our social media platform. So if you you. have trouble finding it. Yeah. It's there. Dust retweeted it. I retweeted it. Check it out. And while you're busy saving the day in the Ukraine... You could also go ahead and buy a bunch of other ceramic stuff, including the five-count medallion. Yes, it's on there. Because I think if you spend uh, at least $300 or more, you might get free shipping. Oh, I didn't even know that. That's because I may have made that up. (laughs) Okay. Maybe read the fine print. (laughs) Shipping's cheap anyway. It's the right thing to do. Yeah, it is. Good stuff. Support the Ukraine... Support public radio. Support German thrash metal. (laughs) Yeah, man. You could be a real hero. Yeah, you could. All in one shot. It's a one-night deal. Right here on the five count. Ton, we've got uh, some questions here from all the listeners. People want to know what you think about things. Wow. They want to plan their life accordingly. Well, let's get to it. Hey, got a message here from... uh, Patreon supporter Nikki uh, Strassamonerloaf. Oh, nice. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Sounds right. She says, Turkey on a cloud. Holy number two. I haven't heard those words since my elementary school menu days. Tell Ton we had them in Mountain Lake also. Yes! I can't remember if I liked it or not. I'm sure I ate it. It just wasn't anything special. Dude, yes, Nikki. Yes. Signed, Nikki on a cloud. Oh, Nikki on a cloud. Dude, that is awesome. <laughs> Signed, Nikki on a cloud. That's like a whole nether visual that's happening in my mind right now. Nikki on a cloud. That's amazing. Nikki, I am so so stoked deep down into my heart that you also know what turkey on a cloud is and i agree it was just like a thing <laughs> i remember it vividly like what it looks like and i remember eating it 
but I don't remember being like, holy crap, I can't wait for more turkey on a cloud. But it was one of those things. Maybe it was the name. Maybe it was just good enough to remember. I don't know. I'm so happy about this. This is essentially just like mashed potatoes served with an ice cream scoop. Yeah. With some turkey slapped on the top. Yeah. Ice cream scoop of it, and then you use the round part of the scoop to make a big dimple in the top of it, and then you got a bunch of turkey and gravy that you slap on top of there. And I remember what we had was like cubed chunks of turkey. Like dog food? And there was white and dark meat in there. And a whole lot of gravy. Is it just me, or have we been talking about this for about a month now? Yes. Yes, we have. Turkeys, clouds, and beef commercials. Turkey on a cloud. What's happened? We used to be the bad boys. The public radio shock jocks. Now we're talking about beef commercials for a month and a half. Yeah, but it's led to Nicky's on a cloud, which is pretty shock jock if you ask me. Fair enough. Hey, wonder if the ton is thinking of Kaiserhof for kraut and sausage. You brought up George's and Lamplighter. Iron Maiden's cassette is not called mashed potatoes with shredded cheese. Just something I eat. <laughs> Party on, John from New Ulm. John, yes, 100% you are correct. I was thinking the Kaiser off, and I'm still thinking about it. I've been talking about it for a whole week. I've been talking about it all weekend. I've been, I went out, I took my daughter out to eat for her birthday. She turned five. I took her out to eat locally. She got to choose one friend to come with. That friend came along and brought her parents. Obviously, she's also only four and, uh, and a little baby. The parents are from New Ulm. Duh. I was like, you know what? I really wanted to have this party at the Kaiserhof, but I thought maybe a five-year-old wouldn't dig it. So here we are in Mankato. And they were like, what are you doing, dude? Let's Kaiserhof it. And I still don't know what I'm doing here right now even. How am I not at the Kaiserhof eating kraut and sausages? It's a fair question. I can understand why you'd be agitated to be here with me instead of gobbling a friend's sausage. Well, I want you to be there too. I want you to come along. Floyd shouts, sausage, sauerkraut, yes, no, maybe so. Floyd shouts, sausage. Floyd shouts, they got ribs there too. <laughs> and chow mein. And they got faint, they don't have no chow mein. Don't be talking about that stuff. What is it, rice that he's deathly afraid of or something? <laughs> don't talk about it. Sorry about that. Can I tell you a story that I probably shouldn't tell because I might get in trouble, but whatever? Yeah. I went out to eat last weekend, and I went to Wedgie's. That was a big mistake. It was terrible. Uh-huh. Just yeah, you don't to go. let you know. You don't, I already knew that. You don't go there. <laughs> I got a taco salad, <laughs> which I thought was going to be like in some sort of edible bowl or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was lettuce on tortilla chips. Not good. <laughs> My son wanted some French fries. Yeah. They were completely cold. Like they've been sitting there since this morning cold. Wow. We got an appetizer <clears throat> of mozzarella sticks. The appetizer came like after the meal had arrived because I think they forgot. Mm. So it's like, I don't need an appetizer now. 
and the mozzarella sticks were hollow. No cheese inside. What? What? Explain that. Zero cheese in there. You could tell that there may have been cheese in there at some point, but I don't know where it went. (laughs) But it wasn't in there. And then the woman says, do you want me to bring you some new ones? I said, no, thanks. I don't need any more hollow mozzarella sticks, considering our food is already here. Appetizer is typically something you enjoy before the food comes. By the way, this taco salad is for the birds. I said all that to myself. I wish I had the guts to say it out loud, but I'm saying it now because I know she's out there listening. Well, there's a ways to say that stuff in a in a nice manner that's not jerky. But yeah, you gotta you gotta figure that out. That's too bad, man. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry about that. I don't know why I needed to bring that up on the radio, but just a heads up. Well, for a little positive piece, I like Nolabelle. That's where I took my daughter and her friend. We went to Nolabelle. Is that on ice or what is that? <laughs> no, it's right down by Poly Ice. Nolabelle on ice? Right next to Poly Ice. I don't know what you're saying. It's a little restaurant. The Nolabelle. words you're saying. It's a restaurant called Nolabelle. That sounds made up. And it's a nice little place and they make really good food and I like it. I'm glad, son. You want to know something funny? I just eat appetizers when I go there. That my, is funny. My favorite is the <laughs> is the um they have a roasted Brussels sprouts appetizer that's got like bacon on there and a couple of sauces. Mm. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> no, it's really good. It's really good. I love it. Anyway. Can I ask you a serious question? <clears throat> yeah. How do you feel about German thrash metal? Love it. Well. Hundred <laughs> percent. You're in luck, Ton, because we've got a this. lot of it tonight, dude. Can we just thrash someone's face off right now? Let's play some tankard. Yeah, and we'll be back.
Hi, here's Rob Schenker. And Matthias Jabs from, from the Scorpions. Scorpions. And you are listening to the Five Count. Oh, my God, I'm so 
Steady Clark from Motorhead, then you're listening to The Five Count.
You okay, Ton? Man, that was awesome. You all right? I'm doing great. It's a zombie attack. Man. That was tankered. They sound pretty tankered. Gara, the singer for Tankered, going to be on the program tonight. What a guy. It's the 40th anniversary. I was digging those vocal stylings. I really was. Well, we'll talk to him later. Wow. Oh, man. That, it's, it sounded awesome. Hey, speaking of zombie attack, you want to hear something gross? Yeah. I just got an email that said Rod Stewart is coming to the state of Minnesota. And he wants to talk to you. And they thought maybe I'd like to buy tickets. <laughs> and he said, yes, please. Did you ask him if you could also buy them cut-off jean shorts that he used to wear? I know you wanted those for a long time. Hey, you want to be uh, on the floor to see Rod Stewart at the Excel Energy Center? 200 bucks plus fees. It's about a $250 ticket. You'll pay it. Now, this is not his wake, Ton. This I is know just you a, love It's Rod a concert. Stewart. I know despite what you've been saying over the years, you actually love Rod Stewart. If Rod Stewart were playing down the hall from where we are right now and you paid me $10 to go see it mm-hmm. I'd say ah, I'm good <laughs> no thanks walk out the door <laughs> I just feel sick about this whole thing <laughs> wow anyway I just wanted you to know that hey thanks makes me feel real gross and we live in a state that would allow this. <coughs> wow. Awesome. Tons sick, too. Hey, good news, though. Rammstein's coming. Huh. I didn't know those guys were still still at it. Speaking of German metal bands. Wow. They're no tankard, but they do have a lot of pyro at their shows. Yeah. So I guess there is that. I don't. I don't. I don't know how I feel about that stuff anymore. Like, I don't think I would go to see that. It's about a hundred bucks cheaper. Now, if somebody set Rod Stewart on fire, I'd go to that. Jeez, wait a minute now. Whoa, whoa. That's some strong words right there. Wow. You're right. I probably still wouldn't go. Wow. That's, that's serious. Oh, calm down. Hey, Def Leppard's coming. No, I would go to that. I would check that out. And Kid Rock. Ah, uh, no thanks. <laughs> it's going to be a great summer. I would go to Def Leppard. Rammstein seems a little too... I don't know. Silly? <laughs> <coughs> Maybe. There was just... I mean, that was a weird time where... Where, like, a lot of bands suddenly were German, super angry, and also trying really hard to be very, I don't know what the right word is, but, like, scary. Like, they're trying hard to be... They're too scared to see Over-the-top, creepy, scary, like, intimidation... I don't know why. Think about them alongside of like Marilyn Manson and and that sort of thing. Where it's is he like, scary? 
I don't think that they are scary, but at the time... He's very pasty. Yeah, he is very pasty and pretty gross. But I'm Not saying... Not as scary as Rod Stewart. I'm saying at the time, I think that's... I th- it felt intentional that that's what they were trying to do. It was, They were trying to bring some sort of like fear intimidation thing that would make them extra edgy and therefore you know these teens or whatever that are also feeling angry and whatever depressed will latch onto it more easily and now it's just like Like it just doesn't sit well with me just not just like I don't want to support that you know what I mean it's strange I'm guessing for you, the biggest issue you have is all the blatant, blacky, lawless plagiarism. That Yeah, that's part of it. I can tell you got a real... <laughs> this Was it my tattoo of blacky that, that, that got you? I know what you like, Tom. What was that again? A guy had a blackie lawless tattoo, but somebody thought it was someone else. It was a huge and tattoo guy, on his back. And the guy and was And this pissed. guy comes up and he says, Oh, awesome, man, Ozzy. <laughs> and then the guy says, It's blackie, you idiot. <laughs> In a tone that you could tell he had, a, had to explain that yeah. to everyone at every concert, every pool party. Every locker room he's ever been in for the last wow. 40 years. Wow. But, and, like, why do you get a tattoo of Blackie Lawless across your entire back? Wow. Like, who likes Wasp that much? <laughs> he loves, and, he, and <laughs> he loves Wasp so much that he can't even allow them to be even remotely compared to someone as terrible as Ozzy, right? Like, wouldn't you just still think if someone was like, sweet Ozzy tattoo? Couldn't you just, <laughs> especially if everybody's drunk, couldn't you just be like, yeah, thanks, man, whatever. Yeah, because I think he's had to explain that probably <laughs> 5,000 times in his life. Yeah, but couldn't you just stop explaining it? Because the problem and is. know in your head, like, no, this is Blackie and I love him. Well, the picture that he chose to have tattooed was one where Blackie Lawless looked almost identical to Fat Vegas Ozzy wow. Ultimate Sin era. Yeah, wow. It's one of my Which favorite I'm sure eras. nobody has that tattooed on them except for you. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah, me all day. And that is the ultimate sin. If there's a way they can tattoo like glitter ink so that the his robe was actually glittery, I would get that tattoo. And I would pay for it. I would pay for it. That would be awesome. And then I would tell your mama that you're going to be late. Yes. But not to worry. You'll just be rocking all night. I will be rocking all night, dude. Until the lightning strikes again. Yes. Yes. You know what the absolute best is? Is listening to that song with my four-year-old daughter on the way to daycare. And she loves it. She's fi- she's pumping her fist in the air. Cause we'll be rocking all night, rocking all night till the lightning strikes. And she's like pumping her fist and talking about it. She goes, "Why does the lightning strike, Daddy?" 
And I'm like, because he's rocking all night, honey pie. Okay. And she keeps pumping her fist. Yeah, I feel like you ought That's to have a carpool or something for daycare. <laughs> oh, dude, it's the best. All these little it's kids awesome. don't know what they're missing. They really don't. Wait until, dude, if I put on Motorhead, she like, she's she's loves it. You need to drive her little friends around, and then they'll come yes. back home, and they'll say, thank God for the ton. <laughs> yes. Nukia, Nukia. Nukia, Nukia. I'm like the only person that <laughs> likes putting that album on. Oh, it's good stuff. Ton, you're good stuff. <laughs> Hey, I got a question here. Got sent to the five-count mailbag. That's like a bag where we keep our mail. All right. Did you know we also have our own hotline? Like, you could call it. Yeah, man. On your telephone. The five-count hotline, 507-519-2030. Call that number right now. Or you could text it if you're nervous. And that way you got time to prepare what you're going to say, write it down, and then copy it. So then you don't sound foolish in front of ton. It's fine. Don't mistake him for Blackie Lawless. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here's a question. Since we are on the road to WrestleMania, what would be your ultimate WrestleMania moment if you could include yourself on the card? Signed, William Floyd Indoor Voice. <laughs> Oh, man. Wow. The road to WrestleMania. Yeah. Wow. We are on that road now. You know, I haven't thought about something like this in so long. I don't I don't know. That's hard to think about. I could picture you in polka dots dancing in the ring with Sapphire. Yeah, man. The good old days. Um... It's so hard to think about. I would have definitely had some solid answers like 10 years ago, even probably. But now it like whatever I would think would be still probably looked at as just dumb. Unless I did something that involved Brock because Brock is still somehow like kind of relevant, right? He is the uh, champion. Okay, so he's relevant still. I mean, that would be cool if I did something. I mean, that's that's probably the only wrestler that, if you said he's got a match, that and, and then I that I would probably be like, okay, I'll, I'll watch that. No, you'd be in the match. It'd be your WrestleMania moment. Yeah, I'm just meaning like, you can tell me whoever else is wrestling right now, and I'm not going to really care to go and watch it. I'm just saying as a fan. But yes, that's what I'm meaning. As also. a fan. It, it, as a non-fan really is what I am now. But no, absolutely. If, if if I had the moment, I would be... That would be cool to do something in a match involving Brock somehow. And I wouldn't care if it was either way. Like if I was with him or against him. It'd be probably more hilarious if I was somehow trying to foil him but then he still won and he gave me an f5 or something and then brutus beefcake could come out and cut your hair yes 
I like to picture my lifeless body in the arms of Hillbilly Jim oh. as he carries me back to the dressing room after King Kong Bundy dropped an elbow on me. Oh, dude, yeah. Wow. <laughs> See, you had a much better one. I just came up with that when you were talking. Oh, that was nice. That sounds awesome. Just because I want you to refer to me from now on as Little Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That just that sounds so wonderful. It sounds tender. I would watch that. It sounds like a wonderful segment. Tender. Wow. Well, Ton, I don't know if you remember what I told you in the beginning, but I hope you've been preparing yourself for our exclusive interview with Gera, the singer from Tankard. Yes. It's the 40th anniversary of Tankard. And what's the what is the box set called again? For a thousand beers. For a thousand beers. It's like their first 7 or 8 albums and a live DVD all in the same box set. Wow. Wow. It's intense. For a thousand beers. Wow. If you're ready, we'll hear our interview. Let's do it. And we'll be back. Stay tuned. We're on the phone today with Andreas Garamia, better known as Gera from the band Tankard. And the Tankard's got a new box set out to commemorate the 40th anniversary of the band. It's called For a Thousand Beers. Hey, Gera, how's it going today? I'm fine. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Everything's cool. Well, I just had a few questions for you. I won't keep you too long. How long as you want. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, man, it's uh, the 40th anniversary of Tankard. Does it seem like it's been 40 years? Yeah, that, that's really amazing. We never thought uh, about that when we started with Tankard. Uh, still to be there after 40 years. I mean, <laughs> we were all friends at school and um, yeah, we were 14, 15 years old starting the band and yeah it's amazing now we are still here um no split up no reunion we've been there we've been here since 40 years that's uh pretty cool definitely and you've got the new box set out to commemorate the anniversary for a thousand beers uh definitely awesome stuff can you tell the listeners a bit about the the new box set yeah, so the new box set uh, includes uh, the first seven albums, the time we've um, been at Noise Records, and now the rights went from Noise Records to Sanctuary, and now the rights are at BMG. And um, yeah, they, they re-released uh, all the albums a couple of years ago in 2017, and... Um, we are very glad about that because the, the old stuff was not available anymore. And yeah, then they came up with the idea, let's do a box for your birthday. And um, yeah, so we were really involved and um, the first seven albums and two, two EPs included. So nine pieces of vinyl and there is a DVD contains um the open all night video from 1990 and the very bootleg video from 87. 
it was a show in the Netherlands in Eindhoven. That was our very first show outside um, of Germany. And we have the Fat Ugly and Live album on as a CD and another soundboard tape from 88. And there is something like a book with all very cool old pictures inside. So, yeah. It's a, it's a it's a great vinyl box and it it's a great start into into the 40th year of Tankard and later on this year in the end of September there will be out a new album we just finished recording and um yeah so we have um two climates in this year to celebrate our 40th birthday <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, definitely a great set to, you know, for maybe some of the newer fans even to collect all those old albums. And otherwise, as you mentioned, some of them were uh, tough to track down for a while, but you've got the big vinyl box set and it comes with the CD version as well. And you know, the live yes. uh, stuff on there, the DVD, that's uh, awesome to see that old footage. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm a big collector of everything um, concerns Tankard. And um, yeah, I... I I had a lot of old video cassettes, and so I had a nice evening with our bass player, Frank. He's together with me from the beginning in the band, and um, yeah, he, he has an old video recorder, and so we had a nice evening going through all the tapes, and um, yeah, so we found this uh, this uh, show in, in, in Eindhoven, and um, yeah, so we had a lot of fun, and I think it was a good decision to choose this one definitely uh, can you talk a bit about your relationship uh with you and frank i mean you two have been with tankard from the beginning and you know you've been through a lot over the years but you two have definitely been uh, the constants throughout the last 40 years so we know each other from the very first class in school when we were six years old wow uh, yeah and then um we went to the to the next school together and um yeah so frank was the guy who found um uh, an acdc song in 78 from the if you want blood life album and so yeah from this day we were really infected with that kind of music and so we were um, great fans of the new wave of British heavy metal in the end of the 70s, beginning of the 80s. So we were really influenced by that. And uh, yeah, later on, first Exodus, first Metallica, first Slayer. Don't forget the first Exciter from Canada, heavy metal maniac. Uh, yeah, came out and really influenced us because we said, wow, what's <laughs> what is that uh, kind of metal that, that that's amazing <laughs> and so in the in the first time of the band we both um were supposed to learn playing bass and so i should have been the bass player and frank the singer but um yeah we started with the lessons together and uh frank was 100 times more motivated than me <laughs> playing bass and so we changed the roles and yeah, I got the singer of the band. Yeah, it's uh, most of the listeners uh, are familiar with uh, you know the big four of metal bands here in the states, but you know Tankard really part of the the big four, I guess, in Germany. I mean, those early days of Tankard and 
you know, that kind of uh, style of music? Was it all just traced right back to, uh, to the ACDC tape that kind of started that for you? Yeah, that was our start in 78. Never heard uh, uh, music like that. I mean, um, we were 11 years old and then f Frank heard it in, in the radio and recorded it and said, listen to that. And uh, that's amazing. And then later on, we found the record, you know, with a guitar in the stomach. Yeah, the If You Want Blood <laughs> album. And um, yeah, then, of course, the bigger bands like Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, Saxon. Saxon was my very first heavy metal uh, show I visited in 81. And also smaller bands like Tank or Jaguar. So we were really great fans of the new wave of British heavy metal. And that was a time every, everything started, really. And um, yeah we were able to join that start of heavy metal. That's amazing. Definitely. And, and you guys have always been serious, you know, as far as the songs and the music goes, but you've also never been afraid to, you know, have some fun lyrics and, and not take yourself too seriously, you know, like a lot of metal bands do. Uh, can you talk a bit about that? You know, how, why that balance is important for you guys? I mean, um, That was a joke. We called our second demo tape Alcoholic Metal because it, it's uh, from 85. And at that time, we had uh, Black Metal and Speed and Thrash and, and the, all the poser thing, you know. And so, yeah, we just said, come on, we we're going to create a, a new style of heavy metal. It's, let's call it Alcoholic Metal. I mean, it was more a joke. <laughs> and then later on... Uh, Yeah, albums like Chemical Invasion or The Morning After, of course, we did everything for that kind of beer image. And in the middle of the 90s, we wanted to get rid of a little bit of this kind of image. But of course, we totally failed. And um, <laughs> yeah, nowadays, we're going to make a lot of jokes and um, ironical statements about our own image. I mean, sometimes Tankard is just reduced to to the beer thing but um yeah from from the second album on we we had uh, a good combination of serious uh, and funny lyrics we ever had serious uh, uh, songs and lyrics but the most important thing is this kind of combination of fun and hard music and um that really fits to us as persons so i mean you also can have fun to play a song alive with a with a serious lyric you know with serious lyrics sure. and um yeah that's the way so if we put out a new album a very evil one and uh, not a little bit of kind of humor nobody would believe this is tanker that wouldn't really fit to us so <laughs> um that's okay i mean we created that kind of image in the beginning and so now We have to live with that, and everything is cool. <laughs> Excellent. And again, uh, that new box set is out for a thousand beers. And uh, you mentioned uh, the new album in the works as well. Is that going to be out, you think, sometime this year? Uh, yes. Now we are signed uh, with Reaper Entertainment. And um, so we left Nuclear Blast because uh, the, the company is 90% of the company was sold, and all the The people, the good guys we work together with, they left the company. And so we kindly ask them 
if we get out of the contract and, and they said yes i mean we are not the biggest band of course uh, with nuclear blast and so now we signed with reaper entertainment and the owner is um florian mills he is uh yeah he's our farmer promoter he's a good friend of us and he's a big tanker fan so we really look forward to work together with him again and the album will be out in the end of september Awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And, you know, Tankard, you, you guys have always stayed true to your roots, as you mentioned. What can we expect from, from the new album? Is there anything maybe you're experimenting with this time around or something you might be changing up? Uh, there will be no new style, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Tankard. And, uh, yeah, it's very hard to describe because just the recordings are finished. Now the mix is starting and... um yeah, I think you will gonna hear some typical tankard vibes. We we had a lot um, of work with the vocals. Yeah, we have some melodic chorus on some songs, but um, yeah, I think you, the tankard fans, will not be disappointed. We will see what what's gonna happen, and um, let's talk about it when the the final product is there and um of course we hope the fans and the journalists gonna like it and and we have to be satisfied so we we put a lot a lot of work into it and yeah hopefully it will be a good one and good promotion and uh yes hopefully starting to playing live again now we sh uh, should have a couple of shows in March, but <clears throat> they are also already postponed because of the pandemic. And um, now we should play in the middle of March in the Ukraine. And uh, you know about the situation at the moment over there. Sure. I think we have to postpone this too. And yeah, but I'm looking forward that uh, maybe beginning from May, April, May, that concerts will take place, especially in, in summer, the festivals hopefully going on. And um, I mean, we had five shows last year and three shows in 22. I mean, this is really hard for bands at the moment. Definitely. Hopefully things uh, work out. Do you think you might make your way over to America? Is that something you guys are um, looking to do here? Maybe if uh, things... Uh open back up here at the moment there are no plans but we really would uh, love to come over and um yeah we will we will see if there will be some offers and um but at the moment you're not able to plan anything i mean this is really we have some shows postponed for three or four times some shows totally canceled and um yeah so we will see what's what's going to happen but it would be awesome to to come over for a couple of shows that's yeah to drink some water together with you <laughs> <laughs> awesome well you got a lot on your plate here already but is there anything else maybe coming up that we should be looking out for yeah we should play a big festival in mexico city and yeah then we have another couple of festivals here in europe maybe we're going to do some more shows in south america but uh, as i told you before at the moment it's really hard to plan something sure so we we hope uh, that the things 
gonna get better and um yeah now they talk again next winter will be hot again and i don't know i think we have to live with that kind of virus but uh anyhow normal life has to restart again a, a little bit and um yeah but i think the summer will be quite good yeah, that is tough for uh, for bands, especially nowadays, how the music uh, industry has kind of shifted. Really, uh, being on tour is where you guys are making your money, I'm sure, these days. So that's tough. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, the, the members in Tankard, we all have regular jobs. So the last two years were not too hard for us. I mean, not playing all the time. This is um, not good. <laughs> yeah, but um, other bands, other small bands live from the music. That's that's really hot at the moment awesome man again i'm loving the new box set it's great to have all the old albums uh, in one place here and thank you so much for your time i appreciate it yeah thank you for your support and um yeah stay healthy and heavy of course <laughs> all right you too man thanks a lot okay thank you bye and again that was andreas garamia gara singer for tankard and it's the 40th anniversary of Tankard, and the new box set to commemorate that is out now for a thousand beers.
Hey, good day. This is Phil Rudd. You listen to the five count. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you.
And we're back. Awesome. Open all night. Man. That was Tankard. Gara from Tankard. What do you think he was, Tankard? A little Tankard? Um, well, you know, sometimes he probably was not sure if it was going to be me on the line or you. So I'm sure he probably had some liquid courage on the off chance that maybe Ton would be there. Well, just based on the name, he probably could drink like a <laughs> hundred beers and he wouldn't notice. He's in a band called Tankard. He's the guy. <laughs> Holy cow. Wow. Are you going to be okay? No. That was a little too metal for Ton. That was awesome. That's what I need. Clear up the sinuses. You know what I mean? Tankard. 4,000 beers. The new box set. Wow. You can hear all those songs. You can have them at your house. That's just crazy. German thrash metal, you know? You asked for it, and we delivered. <laughs> Someone specifically asked for it. Kids are always clamoring for that stuff, you know? German thrash. Ton, I got a message sent to the five-count hotline. It says, actually, it reads, I say it. You look confused. No, I got you. Macy Gray did National Anthem Song for recent Super Bowl. Who would you and the ton like to sing next time? Pick someone from past and someone from present. My past would be Elvis. Not sure present person. Thinking in New Ulm. John. Thinking in New Ulm. That's a good question, John. That's a thinking man's town. I actually like his his choice, too. That would have been interesting. Elvis. If it was back in the days, it would have been ridiculous. Would you pick Tankard? Like 70s Elvis. Oh, Elvis. Would have rocked the house. I thought you were choosing Tankard. No, that would be too, too extreme, I think, for the Super Bowl. For a German thrash metal band to do yeah. the American anthem? Yeah. Um, you know, I would have liked if you could. So, okay. These days they do kind of like, um, compilations unless you're Prince or Lady Gaga, I think did it all on her own. Right. He's asking about the anthem. Not the oh, halftime the anthem. I'm sorry. Just the national anthem. Just the anthem part. So he would just have Elvis. I was thinking Elvis would have been the star of the show. He can't just do the anthem. Come on, man. Can't just do the anthem. Well, he can do the halftime show, but that's not the question that they want to know in New Ulm. So just the anthem. Okay. Um, It's a tough one. I thought for sure you were going to say James Brown. Oh, that would have been awesome. That would have been awesome, James Brown. But still, I think James would have been halftime show. He's too big for just an anthem. And that's weird to say, because I also weirdly think that when I say Aretha Franklin, when I think about that now, I think she's way too big for an anthem. But she's saying the anthem at a, at a WrestleMania. WrestleMania 3 and WrestleMania 23. Yeah. 
I love Aretha Franklin. There's still when when she sang for for Barack Obama. I forget what it was for, but that, maybe it was the like the presidential thing. But she came out and sang. I could still like every time I watch that video of her singing, it's like I tears come to my eyes. How often are you watching? I it? can't. I watch it every few months, and I just can't even. I, I you don't just, even listen to this show that often. Ah, uh, tearjerker. Wow, love it. So that's your choice. I mean, yeah, maybe Aretha Franklin. I mean, wow, that's a true Shaka Khan. Can we do Shaka Khan? She could be your present. You got to pick a present day person. Present day person. I don't. Yeah, know. you know, like have Billie Eilish do it. Okay. Present day, whatever. I'm having a hard time deciding between the Ramones. And Isaac Hayes. Dude, dude, dude. Seriously. Maybe they could do like a super group. See, that's what I'm saying. Halftime is a better question because you could mash them both into there. I wanted to go down the road of like Sly and the Family Stone and Parliament and like just get an ultimate super funk halftime show. James Brown shows up. You could do a whole thing, dude. Isaac Hayes and the Ramones in the same halftime show? Yes. <laughs> Let's make this happen. You know what I'm saying? God, it's a better question. When you say you're just stuck to the anthem, it's like, come on, man. Just the anthem. Present day, um, I'm going to say, let's go with Weird Al Yankovic. All right. That's a good idea, actually. He could do that. He could pull that off. There you go, John. Hey, Ton. Are you awake still? Yeah, man. I had a question for you. Do you want to talk about stuff that happened 10 years ago? Yeah. Good, because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five-count history. Here it is. Finally, we get to rehash. Instead of coming up with new stuff, like different ways to... Talk about beef commercials. <laughs> I know you're hungry. It's on March 3rd, 2012. Roughly 10 years ago in five count history. It was you and me and our good friend, Buddy Guy. Ha! Did you know we had Buddy Guy on the show? Yeah, man. Well, we did 10 years ago. He's a guy, you know, that Eric Clapton and SRV play guitar because of, mm-hmm. you know. And then he was like, well, that's cool and all, but really, if I want some serious bragging rights, I got to get on the five count. Yes. Yeah, buddy guy. He owns the the, the bar slash venue legends in Chicago. He's a rock and roll hall of famer. Yeah, he is. And a five-count alumnus. Those are the two biggest accolades you can receive. That was a big deal, actually. At the time, I was super stoked to have him on the show. I remember we tried to mention it to uh, some other people who worked at the station, and they were like, so? Doesn't even make sense. (sighs) 
Things are a lot better now. Ten years ago, though, Ton was fed up. Well, it had to be just pure jealousy. It had to be. I mean, I'm jealous of you. Nothing else makes sense. But I'm able to contain it. Like, how could another person that does an entire blues program and stuff just be like, eh. Eh. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Wait, what was he like? Eh. We kind of get indifference when it comes to everything. Or at least we did. Now we're just, like, existing on our own. Nobody knows what Ton's really up to. That's <laughs> all right. That's why he can have two hours of German thrash metal. No one will bat an eye. Yeah, man. He's off the radar, which is not hard to do when no one listens. Yeah. <laughs> That's a ton secret. It's the secret sauce right there. No one listens on a cloud. So Buddy Guy was on the show. 10 years ago. That's cool. That was 10 years ago in five count history ton. Buddy Guy. Remember when you saw Buddy Guy at the zoo? Yeah. And I was going to ask you about it the first day I met you. And instead of talking to me like a true gentleman, you slammed the door in my face. Told me to F off. I still don't remember it that way, but I believe you. It's 1 million percent what happened. I've seen Buddy Guy, I guess, three times then. I saw him at some small venue. That's when I got his autograph. Like, I was actually able to be right at the stage and uh, hand him that old cardboard-style poster, and he signed it right in front of me. And then uh, I saw him at the zoo, and then I saw him at, uh, what is it, uh, Brody Wilkins, maybe? Is that where it was? State Theater, maybe? State Theater. We got tickets to it. I brought my mom. I remember. That's where I saw Jelly Bean. Because we had, like... Two front row tickets and two tickets that were in the way back. Yeah. And I said, you know what? You can go up front time with your mom. And I yeah. sat in the back by myself. Yeah, and you missed Jelly Bean. It's all right, though. I said hi to him for you. You should be thanking me for being such a good friend, Don. I think yes. you're missing the whole point of you, my sob yes. story. Thank you so much. I Gus. took the bullet. You did. You're a nice man. Thank you. That's all I want. Just someone to say to me, hey, you're a nice man. You are a nice man because you helped me to show my mom a nice time and help her to be more proud of her son. She was excited, especially when there's other celebrities. And I was able to explain to her who Jellybean Johnson was and then say hi to him. And then he like remembered me from us interviewing him and stuff. And she was just like, what? She was kind of, she was a little starstruck. You're a good man, Ton. It was fun. And a humble breaker. So thank you for that. (laughs) It was good. Hey, you know what, Ton? I think we ought to top off the night with some German thrash metal. How do you feel about that? I love it. I say we play some more Tankard. Yes. And then we'll come back if you survive. (laughs)
This is Nigel Rocket from Onslaught, and you're listening to The Five Tank.
This is Ross the Boss, and you're listening to The Five Count. Best heavy metal around. The best there is. The best there ever will be.
We're back. We are back. We're stone cold sober. I made it. Just like Tankard. Oh, man. Thanks to Gara from Tankard for being on the program tonight. Yeah. Thanks, 40th man. anniversary of Tankard. That's a lot of German thrash metal. It really is. There's a new box set out called For a Thousand Beers. 40 years. 40 years of thrash. Wow. Son, you know what? We've been on the air for, well, not 40 years, but it's going to be like how many years this summer? 18? Or? Is it 18? Is it 17 or 18? 18. It's going to be 18 years? Yeah. We'll be old enough to buy porno. It's going to be 20 years almost pretty soon. Makes Are we going to make it to 20? You mean like... uh Health-wise, or what are you... Yeah, just all of the above. Will somebody kick us off? Will one of us kick the bucket? What's going to happen? I'm guessing if one of us does kick the bucket, we can just run reruns for a couple of years, just and so no we, one would notice. So we can say we were on there for 20 years? Sure. All That's right. a nice round number. Yeah. But then once we get to around 20, we'll probably start thinking, well, let's. why don't we try it for 30? <laughs> what the hey (laughs) just be doing the five count when we're 70 years old hey if you love the five count and can't get enough and say man i love this show i wish i'd have been around in the early days but i missed it because i'm a damn dingus don't worry you could join us on patreon and you could find all the old shows there like the first uh hundred plus 150 shows or something are available on Patreon. Can you imagine? I can't. Tons having a hard time imagining. I can't even imagine it. But you can do that. You can go to Patreon. You can listen to all of it. You can go to thefivecount.com and listen to all of it. So much. There's a lot of the five count out there. Like 900 plus episodes. You can even go on your little podcasting app and look up the five count. Is that a thing that happens? Yes, you can listen to all the shows right there on your phone. What an age we live in. Right in your little AirPods or whatever you're using. Hey, I do that sometimes. Yeah, man. When I'm at work. Like, hey, I wonder what we were up to nine years ago. Then I listen and I'm like, ha, I remember that. Nice. Is it hilarious? Eh. Eh. Even if you think we suck. I mean, the music's still pretty good sometimes. Yeah. Yes. You also get bonus content and early access to everything we do all the time on Patreon, including the five count at the movies where Tun and I just recently watched Creating Rem Lazar. Wow. Wow. And then I befriended Rem Lazar on Twitter. We've been exchanging messages. No way. I just wanted you to know that. Wow. Taking this very seriously. This is crazy. This is out of control. You're friends with Rem Lazar? Well, I don't mean to brag, but absolutely, yes, I am. How is this? I didn't even know it was possible. I'll introduce you. Hey, Ton, you could also join us on YouTube. A lot of stuff on there, including the Five Count Co-op. Yes. Where we play RC Pro-Am and yell at each other. Yeah, we do. People love that. 
check it out. I think. The Five Count Co-op. It's a fun show. Go to Lori Dawn Ceramics and buy some ceramics, would you? Buy the Ukraine fundraising ornament for UNICEF. Yes. Do it for the kids. Yeah, man. I bought a couple. I'm going to give one to my daughter. And I think we're done. It's been real. It's always real with you, Ton. Thank you so much. It's been great. I'll see you all next time. Now, boys and girls, turn the record over.